Hi, it's Tommy here and welcome to another episode of Miss P Speaks Podcast. And today's episode, I have a guest and my guest is someone that was incarcerated a few years back and has come out, started living a great life and decided to not only do better for himself, but also create a platform to let other people that have been incarcerated that are now out find their bearing. <laughs> so to say um besides that there's also other things that he's doing basically focusing on mental health substance abuse and a lot more so before i give too much tea from everything that we're going to be speaking on in the episode sit back grab a drink and let's get right into it Oludare Ogunde, president and co-founder of Project Give Back to the Community. He is a father, author, poet, community leader, social activist, counselor, peer support specialist, and entrepreneur. He brings compassion and insight through his personal experience as a returning citizen. Born in Lagos, Nigeria, he currently resides in Richmond, Virginia. Hi. Hi. Hi, Tommy. How are you? I'm good. Um, so today, I want us to talk about Project Give Back to the Community and the impact that it is doing and all the good stuff about it. So can you tell us all about Project Give Back to the Community? Um, thank you. Um, where shall I start? Okay, let me give you the basic stuff. Um, uh, Project Give Back to Community is a non-profit um, organization, 501c3 organization that I and my partner founded in 2016 um, as a platform for returning citizens, guys, you know, guys coming home from incarceration to give back to the community. Um, we really wanted the guys coming home, you know, just to understand the power of giving. And um, that's how we started. And um, we have since, you know, evolved into different aspects of um, the myriad of things in the community that we do uh, to promote public safety. One of those things is um, in collaboration with the Virginia Department of Corrections, we provide housing for our returning citizens. I mean, when I say returning citizens, I'm talking about people returning home from incarceration. And some of these guys come home, they are, either they don't have any family left, they need a place to stay. Uh, some of them, after release from incarceration, uh, whatever their home plan is, you know, falls by the wayside. So mm -hmm. we then, you know, provide kind of emergency housing for them. So that is one of the major things that we do, and but we do have a few other things that we will discuss as we go along in this interview. Sure. Um, what inspired the whole idea behind this organization? Um, for me personally, you know, I was incarcerated myself. You know, there was a time in my life when I was, as a young man, you know, wild. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, you know, coming from a sheltered life in Nigeria, then coming to the mm -hmm. United States, and you know, sometimes you know, you're around the wrong people and you do the wrong things, and. Um, yeah. 
you know, you find yourself behind the wall. So I spent a significant, you know, time, you know, behind the walls. And, you know, coming from that experience, I knew I have to make a difference in the community. So I wanted to do something different. And I wanted to also impact the lives of those coming behind me, you know. Mm So I know a lot of people behind the walls, um, people that are incarcerated, they want to, you know, they after going through rehabilitation, they want something different. So when you give, you know, it's totally different. You you get a lot back in return. So people are used to, you know, their hand palm up, asking for things all the time. So, mm-hmm. so I kind of encourage people to give back somehow. You know, give of yourself, your time. It doesn't have to be money. Give of your resources, your knowledge, mm-hmm. and to make a community a better place for all. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. A lot of people don't think after they go through an experience like that to come out and just try to help people forge a different path or help them live a different life than what it was before they went in there. So that is really admirable that you guys are doing that. All right. So um, you mentioned other things that you guys um, are involved in. What are those other things? Um. One of the problems, people, you know, a lot of people coming home from incarceration, and I would say some of the things that got them incarcerated in the first place is uh, substance, substance abuse. Mm. So um, I'm a counselor, I'm a substance abuse counselor also, and a peer support specialist. And one of the things we do in the Richmond area is uh, it's called barbershop talk. So mm. we go to all these different barbershops, you know, salons and and we have events there where basically it's a public forum, it's a community forum mm-hmm. where we discuss addiction, yeah. uh, where we discuss mental health issues and, and where to seek help and the resources available in the community. And um, so because a lot of these guys, you know, coming from incarceration, I mean, they're just them people out here, mm-hmm. especially like I'll give you an example, like the holidays. Mm-hmm. During the holidays, you know, you have a lot of stresses and triggers. Sure. Yeah, things that trigger them into, you know, to relapse, you know, or to use of, you know, uh, sub- uh, to, uh, substance use d- disorder or, or substance abuse. So we create that forum to discuss those issues. And not, not only just that, um, in Virginia, for instance, I mean, you have senatorial debates, we have gubernatorial debates, so all these people, they come through our organization because we provide a platform in the community for them to be able to meet people in the community and, and raise certain issues in the community and, and listen to the concerns of the people in the community. So you have the mayors and the senators, the gubernatorial mm. candidates, and you know they come through the barbershop talk. Oh, um, they are present at the barbershop talk. Yes, yes. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, definitely. So we get to meet all of them, all the political candidates, you know, through our organization. So that is just another thing that we do. I mean, we have all that stuff also. Oh, that's great. Um, But outside Virginia, do you guys have other places that you reach? Yes, we we have um, our African, you know, initiative. Basically, we... For instance, like in Nigeria, you know, um, like my hometown, like in Alimafu, just a few, about maybe five minutes outside of Ijebo, they we build a Mind Your Mind Peace Park, you know, so because we, 
you know, in, in Africa, for, for instance, maybe Nigeria, at least where we're from, yeah. you know, people don't pay a lot of attention to mental health. No, we don't. Illness, you know. Mm. And, you know, so we create, build a park over there and we maintain it, of course, you know. Mm-hmm. And we have people employed there to make sure, you know, it's, um, it's usable and it maintaining very good condition. So somewhere where you can go and chill out, mm. so to speak, you know. Okay. I mean, sometimes you just need a place, a good you know, place to get. Like we go to park here, you know. Yeah. So we create a place like that, and for people to be able to have that access to to a place where you know, and we call it Mind Your Mind Peace Park, you know, mm-hmm. just to send that message. You know, you may be hustling through the days and going through all kinds of issues, but you know, your mind. Yeah, they, and they, finding a safe space. Safe that sp- is exactly. Just- where you can just be alone with your thoughts exactly. and just so, gather yourself. Correct. Yes. And that's one of them. The, another one is um, we partner one of um, a non-profit in Nigeria, XLNG, mm-hmm. XL Nigeria. Is, um, they provide a safe space, you know, for, for, for young girls and, and, and young adults and, and also assist them with school stuff, raising school you know, uh, for, for raising money for school supplies and mm-hmm. and um, creating an environment for those kids, a safe environment also, you know, in a chaotic environment where they can they can learn and become better adults. So um, that's one initiative over there. Also, you know, we are also supporting the entrepreneurship over, you know, like in Nigeria. We have a clothing line, we have what they call clothesline. Our housing unit, our housing initiative by, by, by the way is called Close House mm-hmm. and that is named after my, my co-founder and my partner Clovia Lawrence so uh, so we also have Close Fashion you know so we you know we basically you know design and 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 so all this um, African attire uh, in Nigeria then bring them here to, to um, sell them and use them to fundraise for all the other stuff we do, so it's part of uh, all the, all these things we do in Nigeria. It's part of what we call the footprints in Africa. So uh, initiative. So, um, and that's that's just another thing that we do. We have a bunch of other things, a few other things that we do. Um, that I want to one one thing in particular. I'm going to tell you one thing. Um, the 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 there's something we call the PSAs, like the public service announcements. Yeah. If you go to our website, you're probably going to see. It. Um, a few of them, we did some in 2015 or 16, and we did something recently last year. And what we basically do is, we go into the prisons, you know, again in collaboration with the Virginia Department of Corrections, mm-hmm. and we record some of the words of the prisoners, uh, words that are geared towards public safety. Mm. So, and. So, and our hope is that if you're trying to go do something wrong, you're driving your vehicle, you may hear the voice of this prisoner on the radio, you know, dissuading you from doing something wrong. Like a wake-up call. Like, like a wake-up call from that person, you know, so. And even people, there are some people that ended up in prison because of addiction, mm-hmm. and they are basically urging you to go get help, mm. you know, so. And that's one of the things I'm very proud of that oh, we do. That, that is interesting and impressive. Thank so, um, say someone wants to like volunteer. Um, you guys have your footprint in a lot of places. 
um, say in Nigeria with all the projects you have there and also here if someone wanted to just try to volunteer and be part of project give back to community how can they be a part of it um basically you can go to our website at projectgivebacktocommunity.org mm -hmm. and um you go to the contact us page and just send us um, your information and what we would like to do so and we'll reach out back to you um we also have a facebook page uh facebook group project give back to community we also have an instagram page um and I can't remember the handle. But don't worry, I'll have all that information in the description <laughs> so you don't have to crack your Thank you. And we also have a Twitter page also, okay. Twitter handle. So <laughs> No problem. I'll have the website and all the social media information in the description of the episode. Thank you. So um, what is like the goal for Project Give Back to Community going forward? What is the one thing that you say? Oh, let's say, let's just throw it out there five years from now what do you want to be said about project give back well i i i hope that we can really make um a substantial significant impact in the matter of mental health and substance abuse if you go to the um, public housing units and some of these um um you know communities where you have a lot of minority groups especially you will notice that most of the problems that that arise from that community you know come from substance abuse and mental health issues so mm -hmm. we want to be able to significantly do something about that uh, presently we're going to some of the communities we have one of the public housing called fairfield court in richmond that we go to we have um uh, one of our initiatives is called music therapy and uh, we go there, we play music, we bring these guys together and mm -hmm. they can perform, you know. So mm -hmm. we want to be able to take these kids, you know, um, just give them a lot of studio time yeah. and, and, and engage all the different public houses in the city of Richmond so that these guys begin to express themselves through their words, you know, through their songs, through their lyrics and and you know, help them. And so that's that's one of the things that I think uh, for me personally that I hold very dearly too because it's going to help reduce the crime rates in the city. Yeah. And especially young ones. I think the adults will be responsible for them. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times it's easy to point fingers at them and say these bad kids and they're doing something wrong. But we need to take responsibility for these children to understand that, look, we are responsible for them, you know, to make sure we shape their lives you know, for a better outcome. It's what we need. It's the things that we need. So I'm just going to bring it back to you and take it away from Project Give Back to Community and just put you on the spot a little bit. Mm -hmm. And um, so if you were to do anything differently, and I know you said oh, moving to a different country from a sheltered life and all of that, was one of the things that you know forged a path for you to get behind bars if there was a way that you could like if you were sitting down with yourself from that many years ago um what would you say and how would you advise yourself to act differently 
Well, um, I think I think one thing we always um, we run into when we come to this country is, you know, you come to a new land, and if you're not careful, if you have the wrong people around you, because you, you don't know what is going on. You don't know. Typically, most people come here. You may not have all your papers. You may have, you know, your papers. Mm-hmm. We all come here with um, different dynamics, yeah. right? So based on the dynamics, you know, or the when you came here, it's going to determine how you're going to go forward. Mm-hmm. So you have people that come to the United States. They may not have all their papers, or or their visa is not long enough, and they want to work. They want to work. They want to make a good living. Mm-hmm. And if you can't make a good living, because you can get a job you, you know have, have the papers then you resort to something else you know mm. so and um, I mean for me that wasn't the case I mean I had enough funding that you know but the issue was being around the wrong persons mm. uh, the wrong people and and thinking that you know not not being patient enough to get to where you want to be. you got to have a plan when you come to this country Definitely. You know, where you want to go and be patient you know mm-hmm. there's no fast way to success I'm gonna do it this way and cut through it mm-hmm. whatever game you're playing now whatever it is you're doing they're already waiting for you mm-hmm. right so now I keep telling a lot of Nigerian friends like look they have a task force named for Nigerians by themselves right True. <laughs> the Nigerian task force True. right that consists of all the law enforcement officials you can think of, the different branches. So what happens is they coordinate. Mm-hmm. So whether you're dealing in some, you know, in violation of DEA rules or laws, mm-hmm. there's somebody there in that task force that's from DEA. Whether you're doing something, you're doing Yahoo Yahoo, and there's somebody waiting for you from the postal agency oh, in that wow. task force. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what are you doing? Some other stuff dealing with banks and credit mm-hmm. card. There are people from Secret Service in that task force, right? That's so then the local police in those areas are also part of that task force. So, mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't understand that. And you think that, okay, look, you're smart. No, you're smart as long as they want you to get away with it. Sure. You know, so, and when they think it's time, you know, you may you may you may get away with things for five years and think like you just you know you're bad you know you're just bad person. I mean, you're just so good at what you do. Yeah, true. Just that they they collecting <laughs> their data on you, you fast. know, and mm-hmm. and the rest of your friends, you know. So, mm-hmm. but so we have to be mindful of that. And for me, you know, patience was the key. You know, that's a word. I'm, I mean, for your your bad listeners, when I was incarcerated, I learned the meaning of the word through lyric. Mm. I remember growing up in Lagos, you know. Yeah, that means patience is a virtue. Patience is a virtue. You, you have to be patient. You know, you work hard and be patient. You know, that, that was, and that's, the, that's my, that's, that's what, I, what motivates me today. And I think about that very, you know, so much. Mm. You know, when I, anything I do, you know, work hard and be patient for the results. It's going gonna, it's gonna to come. Mm, yeah. Yeah, one of the beauty of um, doing this is, even though like all my guests are different i somehow just always find people that have like minds i remember doing an episode um with my brother-in-law talking about um immigration and like moving from one country to another migrating yeah and one of the things that we were like key on is always have a plan because when that plan is not there then you are just 
thrown everything is just thrown at you and then you don't really a lot of people don't really if you're not strong-willed it's hard to just i mean it's easy to just fall and go with whatever so that's one of the things and you pointing that out again is just something because i know especially a lot of nigerians with everything that's going on in nigeria everybody is like ah the next thing i want to jackpot trying to i'm trying to move so while you're just playing just always have a plan and you know um let's take it back to you so um so um with project give back you guys are doing amazing i i commend you guys and applaud you guys for the work that you guys are doing in the community um it was really nice having this conversation with you i learned a lot about what you do and i'll definitely be going on the page to check out how i can be involved and i'm glad i'm able to at least put the word out there for the organization thank you so much we appreciate you thank you thanks for having me no problem so thank you until next time be loyal to the version of me that you know and do not judge me by my podcast